Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. It's not easy being Jeff Lewis. But I was nice. I was nice-ish. You are an HR nightmare. <laughs> you don't return your phone calls. You don't return your text messages. You only return an email if someone alerts you that you have one. And that is not a becoming habit for a professional, Jeff. Jeff Lewis has issues. Hey, it's Jeff Lewis, and I have issues. In today's episode, Jennifer Tilly joins the show. We talk about karaoke and my stinky first meeting with Jennifer. Plus, I give an update on my friend, Shannon Bedore. Jennifer, have you ever heard of Sausage Fest? Uh, no, I haven't, but a lot of the poker player parties are called Sausage Fest. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. You're a professional poker player. Because there's not a lot of female poker players, so you go there and there's like 27 guys and two hookers. <laughs> <laughs> and me, <laughs> the how hybrid. <laughs> how long have you been play playing poker? Um, ever since I met my boyfriend, uh, Phil Locke, he's yeah. a professional poker player, and I've been playing, I've known him for about 20 years, but I actually met him at a poker tournament, so I guess I've been playing poker longer than that. It's funny, you, you and I were talking about, it's been a 20-year relationship, you are not married, but you live together. Yes. And you were just talking about, I'm like, how do you make that work? How do you make 20 years well, work? Well, Phil is really, he's kind of a calm person, and he's very, we don't even have fights, because if we have like a little bit of a, a tiff, I'll say, oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I acted that way, and he goes, he says, don't apologize for your feelings. You can't help the way you feel. So he's like, he's Dr. Phil. So it's great. He's, he's a really great guy. He's super relaxed. A lot of some of my boyfriends before were type A personalities. Yes. Phil is like a type Z personality. <laughs> and then um, do you spend a lot of time together? Well, we spend a lot of time apart. Like, um, <laughs> good. like I travel off to do my TV show, and he's like, see you in three months. <laughs> oh, so, does he not come visit you? Well, he can if he wants, but we always film during the World Series of Poker, which is really important to poker players, and so... It's, you know, that's a month and a half. And I when I'm working, I kind of don't want other people hanging around that are not working. You get into your own little sort of zone. How do you remember, like, I the, remembering the script, mm -hmm. how do you do that? Like, I, I would not be able to do that. It is so funny because that's what people always ask, and that's the easiest thing, remembering the script. Um, I, actually... This is a funny story, but it's kind of not funny because my dad was in a coma. But we were in the, you know, the neurological ward and, you know, spending time with him. And the doctor came in and he said, how do you remember 
all the lines. And I looked at him. I said, well, it's not brain surgery. (laughs) 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 So, you know, what's easy for him is not easy for me. And what's easy for me is not easy for him. When I was at, I've been working with Josh Duhamel Mm -hmm. on his house. And in his living room, on the wall, is the whole script of what he, whatever project he's working on. Mm. And it's all, like, it's taped mm-hmm. to the wall. Right. And I don't know how he, I don't know what, if he's walking and pacing back and forth mm-hmm. and, like, reading it on the wall or, yeah. but it's, it. I don't know, like, the method to his madness. Well, sometimes when I'm on a show and I'm kind of lazy, if I don't feel like learning, sometimes you get a, a um, something you're like, I'm not learning all that, <laughs> I will actually tape it to the wall or if I'm reading a book I put it in the book or you know you oh take, so you cheat you take shortcuts yeah <laughs> <laughs> so if okay so if you're in a scene and you're on stage or set or whatever mm-hmm. you'll tape it to the wall and you can see the words on the wall yes yeah, like a prompter I mean yes. if you were to have a prompter yes my ex-husband worked on cheers and the whole bar is covered with lines because the guy who played coach Nicholas Colasanto couldn't remember his lines so he just write them all over the set so that is so funny. A lot of actors do. I did a movie with Toshiro Mifuni, and you had to hold the script in front of your face for his close-up, so he'd like, <laughs> read the script. You'd have to do that with me, I think. Mm. Oh, I would be holding it in front of my face mm-hmm. the entire time. There was, um, I did a commercial for SiriusXM a few years back, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, Jennifer, it was really embarrassing because there was, I mean, there was real talent, like like real celebrities there like yourself, and uh, it took me like 29 takes to get they yeah. said, hey, Jeff, say the line, hey, guys, turn on some holiday music. And mm-hmm. then he would say, hey, put on the Christmas music. They, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, can't, can't, holiday, can't, can't say Christmas. Uh, holiday music. It took, hey, guys, get off your ass and put on the Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Nope, mm-hmm. can't say that. Mm-hmm. So it took 29 takes to get that one sentence. Well, a lot of times it's because you get into your head, because I'm really bad at those promos, too, where they're like, Hello, you're listening to Sirius XM. You know, <laughs> it's like you have to kind of make it your own. So sometimes I'll say, Hi, I'm Jennifer Tilly, and you're listening to Sirius XM, or Drop that drink, you're listening to Sirius XM. <laughs> Don't change that dial. You know, you have to make it your own. But it sounds like your your people were very anal and they wanted they you to were. do it word for word. Word for word is really hard. Thank you. If I'm on a, a movie or a television series and they want me to do word for word, I'm you know, an extreme narcissist, and I labor under the illusion that a lot of times what I come up with is so much better than what's on the script. And so it's really hard for me to get into that frame of mind where I have to. We have a, a saying, actors, you call it on the page. And that's when you see a movie, and maybe the people aren't very good actors or the script isn't very good. And it sounds like they're reciting lines. That's called on the page. It's better to be a little loosey goosey and, yeah. and make it your own. Say it the way you would say it. I feel like with. Um... Uh, when I I did this like talk show training thing whatever for a pilot mm-hmm. and they like a million years ago they were very loose mm-hmm. so I just I could put everything in my own words mm-hmm. and that made it very easy but you're right every time they made if I were to have to read it word for word I'd fuck it up I'd flub it right well, sometimes you have directors who they're directors, they're writers, and they decide to be a director so they could protect, you know, protect their script. And so for them, it's very specific. They think it's very important if you say "ah" instead of "the." And those little wibbly wobbly words, those are the ones that are hardest to remember. If you get somebody that's very, um, you know, d- very, very um, 
uptight that way, then it, yeah. it makes it a lot more difficult to be in the character. The reason I brought up Sausage Fest is because Shane over here, mm-hmm. he flew home to Richland, Washington on Friday. He came back on Saturday. He went for the Sausage Fest. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. How was oh it? <laughs> it was amazing and delicious. It's a huge fundraiser for mm-hmm. the school I went to. Mm-hmm. And um, it was great. It was a success. There was like upwards of 30,000 people. Oh, wow. Over the two-day span. It's a big, I was trying to tell you, it's a mm. big deal. Well, you know, everybody loves sausage. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing we all have in common. How many mm. different kinds of sausage were there? Not like a Like all shapes, sizes, no. colors? Mm-hmm. No, it's a it's a small town. There's only like, you know, three or four. Mm. I see. And mm-hmm. there were no rides? Like no rides. Ferris wheel, roller coaster, <laughs> nothing? No, it's like in like the church parking lot. It's like, there's no roller coasters, but it's like, there's like music, there's a band, mm. there's like games for the kids, there's lots of different mm. kinds of food. I had a funnel cake. It was good. Was mm. the band terrible and they sang covers? They I love sang that. a lot of covers. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'd um, rather, I'd rather have a terrible band singing covers than a good band singing songs they made up themselves. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. I do love a cover. Yes. But they were so loud. That was mm-hmm. the issue. It's like the music was so loud. It's like, I just, I came here to talk to my mom. I don't want to hear you sing like I shook you all night long. I don't really care that much. Right. I hate restaurants where the music is ricocheting off the walls, especially when you're with old people. Then it, you know, it, it fucks up with their, um, their, <laughs> their ear things. What's the, the things which you put in your ears so you can hearing hear? Hearing aids. Hearing aids. It's, it's bad for their hearing aids. I was at the Abbey on Saturday night for uh-huh. Stu, um, the guy that I did his birthday. I had so many conversations, I couldn't hear anything. Couldn't uh-huh. hear anything. <laughs> right. But I don't want to be, but there's so many times where I'm like, what? I, I can't hear you, I what? I zone out, I get and exhausted. So then I, so then I just shut up because I was like, okay, no, Jeff, stop. You can't ask him to repeat it one more time. No. So then I would just pretend like I un- just, understood what they were saying. You dip out of the conversation. My dad was deaf and he thought for some reason. Well, I'm not deaf. My but dad just, was deaf. My dad was also deaf. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> thought it would make him seem old to wear his hearing aid. So you just see at a point in the conversation, the light just going out of his eyes. And I feel like I'm that at loud clubs. You know, pretty soon you just do like laugh particles. When the other person laughs, you're like, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you echo what they say. <laughs> if they look sad, you're like, oh, that's terrible. You know? <laughs> just, and it's uh, you're carrying on a conversation, but you don't really have to strain and listen. Well, then we went to Tops. Mm. Across the street on Santa Monica mm-hmm. High Tops. Has, mm-hmm. has Sutton ever brought you there? Okay. I don't understand what this. Okay. N- number one, I used to travel with my eight gay friends all during the 90s. We would go everywhere. We'd go on these big gay vacations. We'd go to Sitges and, you know, there's that club in, in Paris where the guys are in the showers and they have a washcloth over their private parts. What? You you guys know that place. No. I was just in Paris. Why, I did not know about this. I didn't know about I, a shower washcloth. Is wash it still club? open? I think it's still there. Yes. There, there's But what? the guys are like 85 now. No. But it's okay. <laughs> But There's Sutton, seats in the showers. Sutton, would it be Raid? R A I D D? I don't remember. It was in the I just went in the nineties. I just went everywhere that my friends went, and I loved going to the gay clubs because you dance and no one hits on you, and you know. But okay. Sutton, honestly, I was um, thinking the only time I was ever at the Abbey is I was the uh, um, Grand Marshal of the Gay and Lesbian Parade in West Hollywood, and the float ended up at the Abbey, and I was like, oh, this is a really great place. We ended up, we had drinks, but I never thought like. I'm going to go back to the Abbey because I was like, it's the gay club. Is it? But all my girlfriends go to the Abbey. I'm like, are there actually any men there? Or is it just filled with girls and straight men pretending like they're not gay? Because wasn't like, I don't want to say, um, 
Uh, well, I don't, I don't want to get sued for slander, but you know, there's some like famous movie stars that were there, and there's like seeing, like kissing other guys, and they're like, "Oh, I was doing research." <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, is it all like women and straight men, or are there actually gay people at the Abbey? Anymore? There's straight guys there, not a lot, but all they're smart because there's hot girls there. Abbey. Yeah, uh-huh. it's all like, yeah, girls like girls and gays in LA for the first time. They have to go to the Abbey. But you guys, isn't that annoying to you? You know, you're. At the Abbey, you, you're no. sort of, it's not annoying. Okay. Not annoying at all. And then Sutton's new best friend, they, she, I'm, I'm like, where did you guys meet? She And he goes, we were standing in line at Barney's Beanery. I'm like, isn't Barney's Beanery another place where it's like mostly gay people hanging out? Sutton was I think Barney's there's a lot Beanery? of straights at Barney's. Yes, I think yes. there's a lot of straights at Barney's. Okay. Yeah. All right. She could meet Sutton. someone there. But you met Sutton like 15 years ago. Yes. I met her, okay, I was at the Oceana event, and Sutton was wearing some Brian Atwood shoes. She used to wear shoes with like five, six-inch high heels, and they had little blue flowers on them, and right nearby was a flower pot that had the exact same flowers, and I said, Sutton, I just met her. I said, put your shoe on that flower pot so I can take a picture. She just hoisted up her dress, put her shoe on the flower pot, and I got a really good Instagram picture, and I said, this is a girl after my own heart. She's a good time. I want to be friends with this girl. Did you have you ever been to trivia night with her at top, High Tops? I'm no, but I'm really good at trivia. We play it on the plane. What's that um, game? What's it called? Heads up. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. But she's mm-hmm. she's so competitive. Oh my no gosh. No shit. Yes, Jennifer. I know. She kind of ruined it for oh, us. Really? Because <laughs> we were having all having a good time, but she's. She gets really intense. Well, I'm the same because we're playing trivia and we're like, Mick Jagger, uh, you know, just like yelling out the answers. And then the other people are like, um, I know <laughs> this reminds me of a story. And we're like so annoyed if we get paired with those other people because we're, you know, yelling it out. Also karaoke. She's very competitive with her karaoke. She is? How do you compete uh, at karaoke? I don't know. But karaoke isn't about getting drunk and jumping up there and warbling out something off key to her karaoke is like it's like american idol time <laughs> what's her songs do you know she loves to sing dolly parton songs yeah you know, she likes uh she her one of her go-to is june uh june cash and johnny cash she had a boyfriend that actually was a very good singer and they were very cute and now she sings with some of her friends that are drunk and you know are not very good singers but she does that on purpose to make herself look good. No, no, no. She like she used to like to say because you know she kind of went and she sort of went back to her old boyfriend for a little bit, like you know for a weekend. And I go, "What? Are you crazy?" And she goes, "He's really good at karaoke." <laughs> what is your karaoke song? I like to sing "I Will Survive." Okay, Gloria Gaynor song. I love nice. to sing it, and I sing it really angry, like I'm really, really mad. And then I saw <laughs> who did it. Um, that girl from Friends. I saw she did it on her show. And I was like, she heard about my famous angry rendition of "I'm Not Copying Her." She's copying me. But I love to sing that. And once I did an Eminem rap song, but "I Will Survive" is my favorite. Now we're going to be going. I to- will survive. <laughs> <laughs> Any more than that, because then you guys will have to pay the the fee. Oh, wait, real quick. Have you been to Sutton? I was afraid. (laughs) I was petrified. (laughs) Yes, have I been? Put the music on, please. (laughs) Okay, hold on a second. He's going to work on the music. Can I sing along with it? Yeah. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. (laughs) 
But then I spent so many nights feeling sorry for myself. I used to cry, but now I hold my head up high and you see me. <laughs> Somebody new. Okay, that's I'm the not angry that part. Change up little person still in love with you. I, I I know how to clear a room for sure. Everybody flees. Jennifer, wow. And then people in the karaoke bar are very happy when the musical interlude happens because then I just, <laughs> I dance around a little pretty, pretty like. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a lot little. of energy this morning. Well, was... you know, that, that coffee you guys <laughs> that $6 cup of coffee. No joke. Is it a, is it a secret that you pay your um, guest stars? Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we're going to be going to the Universal Halloween Haunt, and there oh. is a Chucky Maze, by the way. Oh, we can't say that word. Okay. Well, you can say it, but I, can I say can't it. say it. I just want to know, do you get any money from that? Because no. I think you're in it. Absolutely not. Why do you think we're on strike? Oh, okay, sorry. People are raking in money hand over fist from characters that we created, and I am relying on my $500 check from Jeff Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I, thank you. I can pay the housekeeper this week. Because <laughs> we're going to be doing, I think I'm going to do a haunted house for the oh, trick-or-treaters. I'm oh, going to do, fantastic. I think I'm going to do a Chucky maze. Oh my you God, guys, fun. it's yeah. so much fun. Yes. That that word, it's like the Voldemort. I'd like I you cannot, to dress up. I cannot say that word. I'll get Could canceled. you imagine? Yes. That would if be you're in my haunted house, like Jennifer Tilly's in my haunted you house, the Bride of Chucky. I, I mean, can't go. We weren't even allowed to go to the opening. What? We, but you can go to my haunted house. No, no, not if and appear five hundred bucks. Not if there's anything ch related. It's non-union. I cannot, no, I can't. I can't go. I can't. You cannot. I cannot stand next to that little creature. I can't, <laughs> I can't stand. You're talking about Jeff. You're talking about Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which creature? Yeah, I can't stand next to the universal sign unless I'm picketing. Which I pick it assiduously. I'm, I'm a very good um, SAG after member. Yes, I do. And once I sent Yeasty Boys truck over there. When if people want to meet you, which where do you pick it? Usually Fox, because it's close by, has wide sidewalks. If you go around the corner, which you know everybody pickets up front, but this is a um, a picketer trick. You go around the corner. There's trees. There's a fountain, and then there's a couple people around the corner. And they go. This is more important because this is the this is the private gate where the executives go through. But they were just kind of explaining why they were standing in the shade instead of in the pounding <laughs> hot sun, ninety degree heat. Do you stand in the shade? Because do you find that Fox has more trees for picketing? Uh, well, the front, the 
there's not. It's very, very hot, and that's where everybody walks back and forth in front of the um, studio. But you go around the side, and there's trees, and there's a fountain. It's really, really lovely. It got 12,000 steps in uh, the last time I went. So it's good, you know. I was just going to ask, do you just show up for like 10 minutes, get your picture taken, and you're out? No, 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 You no, ask no. your assistant to just circle the block? Hello, <laughs> do you think I get 12,000 steps, like just <laughs> showing up for a picture? I'm not like Katie Holmes that has somebody else wear my shoes, my my pedometer here. Like, remember when she did that? Um, she did that marathon, and apparently she had her assistant wear the little thing that crossed all the checkpoints. I didn't know that. Well, you if you see a picture of her going across the finish line, she's wearing like a, a little bra that has no support. She looks gorgeous, you know, dewy fresh makeup. The bottoms of her pants are not raggedy, which all the marathoners say after you run 24 miles, the bottoms of your pants are raggedy. And then they did some forensics. And every time her assistant's um, shoe passed the checkpoint, her shoe passed the exact same time. So, you know, it was sort wow, of this a... This is a, a conspiracy. Was, I did not know about this. It was a publicity... Su- Remember that guy that got on the subway who won the marathon one year, the Boston Marathon, and then they found out he was on the subway most of the time? He <laughs> took the subway to the finish line, <laughs> slapped a little sweat on That's his That's a chump. That yes. chump, uh, we call our listeners chumps. Stolen valor. That's called stolen valor. Yeah. I don't understand why anybody would want to be celebrated for something that they cheated. I, I don't understand that. Well, speaking of cheating, when uh-huh. I did the when we did the high tops trivia night, Sutton accused me of cheating. You probably did. Because <laughs> she saw him. You Google looked it up on your phone. <laughs> that is not in the spirit of competition. I told you, Sutton is very, very competitive. She wants to win fair and square and she wants she other sure people to does. lose fair and square. Yes. She has a lot of integrity. She does. She's but delightful. If I did not cheat, mm-hmm. but I ha- if I did cheat, I did help us get to ninth place because we would have been in the la- in last. I mean, we had a bunch of. Right. It was a lot of Jeff mm-hmm. Lewis live co-hosts, okay, so we right. didn't we didn't stand a chance. I would think you'd be really good at that. Were I was good at the music yeah. part. Mm-hmm. I thought right. I would be better at it as mm-hmm. well. Right. Okay. Those are hard questions. Yes, Jennifer. Right. I have another trivia night, but I'm very good at heads up. Um. All right. So Sutton. Mm-hmm. If you've been to her boutique, because you know those hours are, they're not exactly, she posts certain hours, but who they do don't honor think, them. Okay, who do you think is buying those really expensive $3,000 purses and the priceless crystal that comes from Paris? You. Every time I go over there, I'm like, I pick up a, some sort of bagatelle. I'm like, okay, what do you have that's expensive? I'll buy this, supporting my friend. That's nice. So she opens for you, or do you have a key at this point? No. Do you just walk in? No, I only whenever I go there, like, um, you know, I did a little bit on Housewives, so I, I filmed a little sort of scene where she's she tells me stories about things that happen. I say soothing things like, well, that's not right, or... <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, was, that was kind of mean. Well, I, I'm sure you had your reasons. <laughs> and, then, and then after the cameras left, and I was like, what can I buy here? I'll buy this. <laughs> and you were saying that you made a lot of money. You did uh, on the Housewives. No, I was. I, I, I didn't get paid anything. I just did it gratis. The first few seasons I was on the show, but a little, and I say that very um, glancingly, like I come in and I you try to duck out of the cameras and I'm an extreme narcissist like I like to be the center of attention I think I'm a gift to the cameras and so 
a really strange feeling being an extra. So last season, I, I said, you know what? I'm not going to do it anymore. It's just like a waste of my time. And I put on the hair and the makeup. And I really don't like going to a party that's not really a party. It's basically sort of a scene where they can like argue and yell at each other. And people are like, can you get out of the way? Can you get out of the way? So I said, I'm not going to do it anymore. And then she said, you know, this season they want more of the person's real life. And so they said, we want to see you having lunch with, you know, some of your friends. Your and real, real friends. Real friends in real life. And so I did a little bit, but, you know, I'm a huge Housewives fan. And I, you always have fantasies of like, oh, I'm going to go on the show and I'm going to wear a leopard dress. And I'm going to say clever, snarky things. But I was the worst ever when I was on your show. We, we, I came on and we were in the kitchen and I sort of draped myself alluringly against the counter, like in a way that I thought would look really skinny. And then all of a sudden she goes, we're going into the living room now. And I was like, oh, the living room. And I was so conscious of the cameras following me. And I was like, how do I walk? You forget. <laughs> how do I walk? How do I walk? Am I going to look fat when I walk? And uh, also too, like, when I have my, when I'm acting normal with Sutton, they're like, we want you to have a lunch with Jennifer. And, you know, like you do. When I'm normal, it's like three cocktails and I say snarky f things about all our friends that I hope they'll never hear that I say. <laughs> but I'm so conscious, like, you don't want to drink on camera. Right. And you know everybody's oh. going to be watching. What's your drink of choice, Jennifer? Well, I like uh, vodka martinis. Uh, Same. With three blue cheese olives. Same. I, w I like red wine, but I never drink it on camera because I saw a queer eye for the straight guy and they said it makes your teeth purple. And then I yeah. looked in the mirror and sure enough, it does. Yeah, Megan, our co-host, mm. always has purple teeth. Right. Oh, really? It's so not cute. I like to drink white drinks. Like the problem with vodka, white, wi oh. white wine. White yeah. wine gives you bad breath. It does, but you know, you're not close to people when you're acting or on oh, camera. Yeah. I see. I didn't know white wine gives you bad breath. Yeah, it does. You get dehydrated. Again, Megan. <laughs> Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, plus the stuff you don't, like gas. Save on gas while you drive the kids to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever else you want to go. Plus, take some guilt-free time on the couch because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. It's perfect for ordering new remote batteries, plus more coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you, plus snacks for your movie night. Plus, save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more. Because savings is what the whole Walmart Plus membership is all about. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Imagine bold, naturally-aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger, eating thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag. Ah, it's nice to dream about cheese for a bit. Tillamook cheddar, extraordinary dairy. When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Uh, Shannon Bedore canceled Friday for obvious reasons. If you've uh, you read, I think it's everywhere right now. Unfortunately, um, she got into a bit of trouble on Saturday night. She, uh, I was with her on Friday night. So people are confusing because we were out for Stu's birthday on Friday night at Nobu. And it was Taylor Armstrong and John and then John Jansen, Shannon and Stu and myself. We all had a really nice evening. We then went on to the Elks Lodge afterwards, which was live band doing covers. Fun. Really fun. Uh, I invited Shannon on Saturday to go to Stu's birthday at Abbey and High Tops. Uh, she said she was staying in, but she ended up going out. Um, unfortunately, she'd get, she got a DUI on Saturday night. Uh, she was also in a car accident. Oh, gosh. She was uh, injured, um, so she's going to be recovering. Um, and then I will say I've known Shannon. Shannon and I have been friends for a very long time. I was shocked. She called me yesterday. We talked for a while. And I was shocked because I've never known Shannon to ever, ever, ever drink and drive. And that's something that we both have discussed previously. I won't have one drink. and I just Uber everywhere now. So I'm, I'm shocked. Um, I will tell you she's accepting full accountability. She is ashamed. She's embarrassed. She, uh, I don't. I personally, as her friend, don't because people are like, "Oh, she needs rehab. Oh, she's an alcoholic." I don't. I don't think Sarah. Uh, I don't think Shannon is an alcoholic. I think, um, as her close friend, I think she's going through a lot of personal struggles right now, and I think that she probably has been leaning on alcohol. But I don't believe she's an alcoholic. I am uh, happy to say that she is. Uh, she's going to be entering uh, counseling this week, so I'm happy about that. Um, nobody, aside from Shannon, nobody was hurt in the accident. Um, I'm not justifying it. I'm not condoning it. I just am telling you what I know. I really uh, hope, hope she's doing great and feeling good and, and she's all right. It's, um, it's hard in Los Angeles because it is such a car um, city. It's not like New York where you can have a few drinks and then you know you get on the subway and go home. Also. It's not, I remember I was reading those little charts, like sometimes you can be legally intoxicated after one glass and a half of wine, so. Well, it was interesting because on Friday, you know, I was, because wa- I'm a drink counter, mm-hmm. so I watch everybody and how many, what they're ordering, and I'm also just curious, like, what are you mm-hmm. ordering? And I noticed that, ta- like, Taylor Armstrong, she's very, very thin. She didn't eat a big dinner. She had a couple, you know, bits of sushi, she but she obviously was like, after a drink and a half, you know, she's feeling it yeah where someone else like Stu, could you know it's six drinks in and he's still like you know Mm -hmm. sober (laughs) now the night that we met for the first time which was i don't know it's had at least a month ago Mm -hmm. was at Gigi's across the street that was so funny yes now we were sitting outside now do you know that we were originally at your table i heard you talking about that did you smell the sewage yes i i first of all i went and i sat down and they were like "Uh, miss silly here's a lovely table for you and i thought oh it's so nice and i sat down and my Uh friend because i was wearing high heels my friend had gone to put um lock my car because i wasn't sure if i 
I locked it because she had flat shoes. And I smelled this terrible smell. And I was like, could I possibly have stepped in something which is so not like me because, you know, I'm elegant. But I thought <laughs> I, I definitely smelled something. But it wasn't. I looked at my shoes. It wasn't that. And then there was a group of burly men behind me. I don't know if you noticed them. Oh, and I, I did. Th I thought one of them must not have bathed or pooped his pants or stepped in something. And then my friend came back and she said, it's the sewage because the wind would change. I know. And then you smell it and then you wouldn't smell it. She says, we're near a sewage line but still i was like but we're outside at a cute little french bistro it's still fabulous oh so you it didn't once, ruin you I, we had to move this smell once so I, bad once i figured out it wasn't actual like dog poop yeah. i didn't mind the idea of it being human waste <laughs> <laughs> i would not been i would not have been able to enjoy my meal sitting at your table but it was so funny because i was i was going to this store called libertine that's in hollywood and i'm driving i'm like oh my god it's so far away because you know i live on the west side mm -hmm. And I turned on the radio, and it was Radio Andy, and it was you and Sutton. And I was like, oh, my God, I get to listen to Jeff and Sutton on the way over there. And it was so funny. And Sutton was like, I'm really sick. I'm on Sudafed. And I thought, Sudafed? Or vodka. <laughs> Sounds the same. But um, then you were talking about her eye, and she was like, really funny. She's like, don't make me take off my sunglasses. <laughs> so I pictured her in there with these giant Jackie she, O sunglasses. Yeah, she had them on. That obscured her eyes. But then when I saw on your Instagram, they were totally see-through. <laughs> they were totally uh, 70s hipster sunglasses like Tom Jones would wear. And you could see her eyes. And one was a regular eye, and the other was just like all scrunched shut it was the funniest thing she's funny you guys are so funny together so i parked my car and i was texting sutton i was like sutton you were so funny you and jeff lewis were really funny and but uh, mostly it was you <laughs> she's pretty funny yeah you guys were funny together you bounce off of each other really well and so i was texting her and then i sat down in the smelly chair and then i thought i heard someone say sutton and i thought i have sutton on the brain i mean she's on the radio then i texted her and then i think i'm hearing people say sutton i turned around half an hour later and i saw you with a whole group of gorgeous men and one gorgeous lady and i was like <laughs> yeah. i know i was like Oh my gosh, he probably knows who I am, so it's not going to be rude because when you're a nominal celebrity yourself, you can approach other celebrities as long as they're not bigger than you. Like, I would not approach Mick Jagger. But for you example. can approach me, yes. But I can approach the approachable Jeff Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> So I ran over in my little high heels, and just in case you didn't know who I am, because I'm I don't, I'm not filled with hubris, I was like, hello, Jeff, I'm Jennifer Tilly, I'm a friend of Sutton's, and I heard you guys on the radio today, and you, you, you broke out in a big smile, you were like, I love you, I wanted to have you on the show, I DM'd you, and I never got an answer. And I said to my publicist, I go, who looks at their DMs? And my publicist goes, housewives because <laughs> i always thought dms unsolicited dms i thought they were all like insults and trolls and dick pics and um <laughs> that's why we check them yeah right? <laughs> so i did not i didn't check it and then you said you want me on the show so here i am um yes well i'm i'm glad you're here yes i i usually go through dms i like to avoid managers agents mm -hmm. they complicate things mm -hmm. and sometimes they answer for their clients so I'd rather go to the client directly. I think Whitney, if she knew I was going to screech out a horrible rendition of I Will Survive, Whitney, my publicist, I'm sure she would have said it's not advisable. That's why I'm <laughs> glad that I met you at Gigi's.
Thanks for listening. If you want more of this, listen to Jeff Lewis Live every weekday on Sirius XM, as well as the Jeff Lewis Channel exclusively on the Sirius XM app. For a three-month free trial, go to SiriusXM.com slash Jeff Lewis. Terms apply. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.